Um, last week we we learned about Moida'ani Lefanecho, that Moida'ani were giving a curse HaToyv to Hashem, that He gave us back our Neshama, He gave us the gift of life. Lefanecho, that we realize that we're in front of Hashem, Shvisa Hashem Lenegdi Samet. We're going to move on now to the next words in Moida'ani. Melech Chayvekayam. Now we talk to Hashem and we refer to him as Melech Chai Vekayam. These three words. Melech is a king. Chai literally means living. Kayam is he's Kayam is lasting, everlasting. It's interesting because these this this Melech uh, Chayvekayam we find scattered throughout davening, but a little bit different. We say Melech kill Chayvekayam. In the Birchas Kriyashma of Eshachris, we say, Lamelech Kelchai Vekayam Zmiro Yisiemeru Vesleshbachis Yashmiu. A little bit further in Ezra's Avisenu, we say, Venosnu Yididim Zmiro Yisshirois Vesleshbachis Brochis Vaidois Lamelech Kelchai Vekayam. In fact, coming up next week, Rosh Hashanah, by the end of Natsana Taikif, we end off by screaming out loud, that's how we end off Nasana Taikif. I didn't see anywhere this, but perhaps that here we leave out Kel because when we wake up in the morning, our hands are tame, our hands are impure. So we can't say Hashem Hashem. And we know that it's, a, we learned last week that there's a tremendous, it's very crucial, it's, very, it's the significance of saying it right away when we wake up in the morning. We want to capture the first moment of the day. So we say Maida'ani right away. And the place can say, that you could say Maida'ani because one, you're not saying Hashem Hashem, so you're able to say it right away even if a person's answer Tommy. So perhaps that even though we're saying Melech we leave out Kel perhaps because. Our hands are tummies, but we say Melech Chayvekayim. Okay. Either way, we're going to try to understand exactly why, what do these three words mean? What do we, when we're referring to Hashem as Melech Chayvekayim, what does that mean? And why specifically, by Moida'ani, are we using these three words? This, this coin is coined uh, Melech Chayvekayim. That's what we're going to try to understand tonight. Just as a Hakdama, um, the in general, when we talk, most times when we talk about Hashem, when we refer to Him different, different, you know, different words or different shavachim, we, we usually are talking not about who Hashem is. We have nothing, we're not connected to Hashem. We don't understand, we can't understand Hashem. We're talking about His Hanhaga. The words we use when we refer to Hashem, different words that we use, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Melech, these things are based on the way he's being noyheg and relating to the world and dealing with us, so we refer to him in different ways. That's what we can understand, how he's dealing with us, and that's why we use these words. So on that, on that notion, we're going to under, try to go through these three words and how it, what's the anhoga of Melech Chayvekayim and how it relates to Maidani, why we're saying Melech Chayvekayim at this point. We'll start with Melech. The first is Melech. One of the unique midas, midas of a melech is that a melech has the ability, the power, to decide life and death of others. That's something which is unique to a king. And that's the, one of the, that's the midah of melech. In fact, the second bracha of Shemayna Esrei, when we talk about Hashem as Meimah we say, Melech Meimah Because this that Hashem has the power and gives, decides, 
life and, and, and not life for, for, for people and the, different everything in the world, that's the Midah of Melech. And also, coming up for next week, Aser Yismei Tshuva, the 10 days where Hashem is deciding the, the life and, 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 and Mavis and Chaim, right? Sifrei Chaim, Sifrei Mesim, Arpsuchim for those 10 days. We go ahead and we change the Nusach in Shemayin Esrei from Akel HaKadosh to HaMelech HaKadosh. Because those 10 days, Hashem is being noyheg with that, with that power of Mavis and Mechaya. He's deciding, he's judging life, life and death to the world. So we... We say, we refer to him as Malach because at that time he's being he's being noheg like a Malach that choosing Chaim and Mavas. So when we know that when a person is when a person goes to sleep at night and his neshama goes up to Shemaim, a person is being judged. And every night, a person Hashem is Hashem judges a person. Should Hashem give back the person's life? You know we're we're accustomed that nature is that people go to sleep and they wake up. It's true that's the nature, but. In, in reality, Hashem is being done, a person's neshama, a person, a person, every night. And Hashem is being boicher b'chayim, and choosing that a person should get back his life. So the moment we wake up, the first thing we say, when we refer to Hashem as melech, that I recognize Hashem was noyheg with us, with myself, with the meat of a melech, to choose to be boicher in, in chayim. That's melech. Chay. What's Chay. Simply we understand that it means that the Anhog of Chai is that Hashem gives life. That He's Chai, He's the Melech HaChaim, He's the Makor HaChaim. So Hashem gives life to others. And in fact, we just got, Hashem just gave us the gift of life. So we say Chai. You know, it's coming up to Rosh Hashanah, we're going to be asking for Chaim. I just want to stop a minute and give a little bit of an understanding on the word Chaim. You know, many times, you know, we... we we have quite, you know, we we see things from Chazal that are puzzling. And many times it's because we don't we don't realize that not, not English and Lashon Kodesh they don't the word that we think we translate Chaim as to mean life. It's loosely translates life, but then we we have a difficulty. We're going to try to define a little bit what Chaim really means in the Torah. For example, Chazal say that Rishon b'Chayim Kruyemesim. What does that mean? They're alive. They're alive and kicking. What does it mean? A Rosh b'Chayim is Kruyemesim. They even say, Chazal say, the Gemara says that Tzadikim b'misasam kruyim chayim. A tzadik in his misa is called chayim. What is this all? I want to share with Elam a fascinating Vilna Gain in Hazinu, Adar Salio, in Periklam Abayis, Pasek Mem. He says as follows, Sha'kodish boruchu nikra chei ho'ilamim. We know Hashem is called chei ho'ilamim. At the end of Yishtabach we say, what does that mean? Many Mepharshim explain it to me that Hashem is the source of life. He's the power, he's the energy force and the force of life for all the worlds. The Vilnagain says something very interesting. What does it mean? That Hashem is Mechaber, connects the two worlds. means he's Mechaber, connects the two worlds. What two worlds is he talking about over here? It's Shemaim and Aretz. Shemaim and Aretz. Aretz is the world we live in, planet Earth, right? Where we are. And Shemaim is up in, upstairs in Shemaim. He says the two worlds run very differently normally. Hashem established this world. The general Ratzin of Hashem was that this world should run on nature, Teva. In Shemaim, Shemaim doesn't run on Teva. 
His words are, Whatever Hashem's Ratzin is, at that, at any given moment, that's what is in Shemayim. There's no nature. There's no Teva in Shemayim. Says the Vilna Gain, at a time where Hashem in this world is noyeg with Ratzin, meaning that He breaks nature and He does a nes, Hashem is connecting, is being mechaber Shemayim and arts. Because the Anhaga of Shemayim of Ratzayin, of Lomayim L'Medachatev, is being noig down here, and that is a chibur, Hashem is making a chibur between the two worlds, Shemayim and Arts, and that's why Hashem is chei ho'elamim. We see from this Vilna Gain an interesting thing, that the word chei means chibur, connection. We can understand this, that when Hashem, that's, that's what Chaim is. What's Chaim? The Torah says that, what happened? What are we, what's our lives? Hashem created a body, and then Hashem infused into the body a neshama, and at that moment, where the neshama connected and was infused and came together and was mechubar with the guf, then there was chayim. The essence of what defines Chaim is this, that there's a Chibur. And our, our Chaim is that there's a Chibur, a connection between the Gof and the Neshama. That's what Chaim is. And in fact, that's really the opposite. What's Misa? The Torah's definition of Misa is Yitzias Neshama Menagof. When the Neshama disconnects and is not Mechobra anymore with the Gof, that's Misa. That's the definition of Misa, nothing else. When the Neshama leaves the Guf, not before, not after, that is Misa, when the Neshama leaves the Guf. Because then there's no more Chibur. Because the definition of Chaim is Chibur. This perhaps could give us an understanding. Rishon b'chayim kruya mesim. There's different levels of having a, a Chibur between the Guf and the Neshama. Yes, it's true that the Neshama comes into the Guf and they're somehow connected. But if they're not on the same page, if the gulf is doing what the very the antithesis of the exact opposite of what the neshama wants, the neshama wants to do rats and Hashem, and the gulf goes ahead and does the wrong thing, on to some extent or to a very large extent, the neshama and the gulf are very much not mechuber. They're very much not connected. Rishon b'chayim kriyamesim is that there's a lack in that chibur between the the, the, the gulf and the neshama. When a person does the right thing, and then the, he does the mitzvahs, that's what the neshama wants. So the guf and the neshama are, 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 are on the same page. That's a chibur. And could be it goes a step further. A tzaddik b'misasai kriyim chayim. His neshama, indeed, his neshama left his guf. But a tzaddik, right, his dava kaviyachal and comes connected Kaviyochel to the Kaddish Baruch himself. Nafshay Tzrura B'Tzorah Chaim. The Neshama of the Tzaddik becomes Kaviyochel connected and Mechubar to the Kaddish Baruch I once heard a very interesting thing from Ramatisio Salman Shlita. He said from his Rebbe, Rebbe El Eliyapiyan, he said, what's, we ask on Hashama and Saras Mechubar for Chaim. What's Chaim? So he said a fascinating um, definition of Chaim. He said, Chaim is the thing 
or things that a person can't get enough of. That's a person's chayim. If a person can't get enough of ice cream, that's all he... For him, what's chayim? Ice cream. If a person can't get enough of doing chesed, then for him, what's chayim? Chayim is, 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 is doing mitzvahs, is doing chesed. We define for ourselves what chayim is. And he said, when a person comes on her Shoshana to ask Hashem, give me chayim. Every person is asking really for a different thing. We're not asking for the same thing. We're asking for what we define as chayim. Very interesting thing. I think that this connects with what we're saying from the Vilna Gaon, that what a person can't get enough of is, the, is a sign that he's connected to that thing. He's so mechubar to that thing, he's so connected that that thing he can't get enough of. That's the greatest sign that, that he's mechubar to that thing. And that's his chayim. I think Ramatsio went on to say that we have to, before Shoshana, work on defining for ourselves with what is our chayim. We're going to ask on, 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 on Rosh Hashanah for chayim. But let's first think about it ourselves and, and let's try to work on you know, our value system. What's, what's special to us and what, what is our chayim? And really, Elul is, is, is not merely, you know, Elul is a time to, for a person to, to, to work on, on, on his values and to think about what's, my, what's special to me. What, what, maybe I should, I should take on higher values. You know, we say the whole, the, the highest level is with David HaMelech. We say this the whole Elul. With David, all he wanted was shift to be He wanted Dveikas Basham. He wanted to feel, he wanted that connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu all, all his, his whole life. We learn from David Amalek, the whole Elul, we try to learn what Chaim is, what's, what, what is it, that thing that we can't get enough of, what, what should that thing be? And then when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, and when we ask for Chaim, and Hashem sees that our Chaim is a higher level of, of Chaim, it's something which is more spiritual inclined, sports more than, than Hashem will, as Hashem give us a, a Shemas Chaim. So, this is just, uh, you know, a g- general idea of, of Chaim. That, so when we say, getting back to Maida Ani, so it comes out that first we say Melech, and Melech, we explained, is talking about sort of the, the past. Hashem was Noihig when I was sleeping, before I woke up, Hashem was Noihig with the Mida of Melech. The present, I just woke up, the present is Chai. Hashem gave me, Hashem gave me back infused the neshama back into my gulf and gave me that chayim. That's going on the midah, the anhaga, that's happening right now in the present. We move on now to kayim. What's kayim? So just as a hakdoma, I saw an interesting thing from Rapinkus. He says that really, you know, a person says, I'm so grateful, Hashem. You gave me back my neshama. I got the gift of life. But really, how could a person be so comfortable with himself? Who knows if tomorrow he's going to wake up? He's going to go to sleep again tonight and the next night. So how could a person feel comfortable? This, is, this was his question and his shmooks. How could a person, you know, feel comfortable? And, and same way that I mean, but who knows what's going to be, what tomorrow, tomorrow morning will bring? Who knows what, what, what tomorrow is, what is fate? In fact, the Svarms say that it's not Pashat because Neshama goes up and Hashem looks at what the person, how he acted that day doesn't necessarily match up. And so, says Rapinkas, that's why we end off by saying, that I have a Muna and Hashem, 
That's the end. We end off with Rabbi Munasech, how great is the Muna in you, Hashem, that you're going to do it again tomorrow. You gave it to me today. But Rabbi Munasech is a new thing that for the future, I have a Muna in you, Hashem, that you're going to give it back to me again tomorrow. We take it for granted. It's Hashem made sort of like the nature of the world that people wake up, go to sleep and wake up, or go to sleep and wake up. That is the nature of the world. But really, it's not so simple. So, but we have a Muna, Rabbi Munasech. But the question is like this. What is the basis of our Amunah? Why is it, why do I have Amunah? Why is it that I have Amunah that I will, that Hashem will give me my Neshama back tomorrow? Who said? So for that, there's something called Kayam. Hashem has the Midah of Kayam of Kayam. What does Kayam mean? So in, in, um, after, Shman, after Shema in the morning, by Yatzav Anachin, so we say, Hu Kayam, Ushmoi Kayam. So the Siach Yitzchak over there says as follows. Shmoi kayam, dehainu hanagosoi kayam, k'moi shekotsav ani Hashem loy shenisi. The idea of kayam is not that it, merely the, the notion of kayam is not that it lasts forever. The, main, the notion of kayam is that Hashem's hanhaga doesn't change. And that is that if Hashem said that there's going to be a certain way things are going to run, Hashem has kayomus, and Hashem keeps to that. And he sticks with that, and he, like the Pasuk says in Malachi, Ani Hashem, loy shenisi. I Hashem, I don't change my anhogam. Hashem says, that I'm going to have a certain anhogam, and this is the way it's going to be. There's going to be a certain nature and the way things run. Ani Hashem, loy shenisi. Hashem is kayom, and he keeps that, and he keeps that anhogam. So this is really the, our, when we say Kayam, we're referring to the future. This that we have a Muna, and we believe that Hashem will take care of us tomorrow and the day after, is because although it is a, a great thing that Hashem gave us back in Hashem, but that is, Hashem said that that's the way the world's going to run. Hashem made that, so to say, quote, a teva, that, that, that people go to sleep and wake up. And that's the meat of Kayamas, that even if this great reason that maybe when our Neshama goes up, Hashem should say, oh, maybe we're not deserving, but Hashem has the meat of Kayam, that he, that's the way He made the world run, that people go to sleep and they wake up in the morning. And even if when our Neshama goes up to Shemayim, Hashem sees, uh, not so simple, that this person is, 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 is worthy to get His Neshama back. But because of the meat of Kayamas, Hashem is Kayam in His Anhaga. So it comes out, that Melech, Chai V'Kayom, is parallel to the past, the present, and the future. Melech is that Hashem, you, when, right before I woke up, you, in the middle of the night, you were a Melech. You were a Noyheg with the Midah of Melech to be Beicher and to choose Chayim. The present, I just woke up, Hashem, you just gave me my Neshama, that's in the present. You were Chai. You're, you gave me my neshama, so you put the neshama back into my guf, and then you gave me chayim. And what about the future? What about tomorrow? And that we say, kayim, Hashem, you are kayim, and you are melechai v'kayim. So these three things are, that are unique to, we say these three things when we wake up in the morning, when we had just experienced the melech and the chayim, and we're in the future, tomorrow, Hashem, we, yes, Hashem is done. Hogo of Kayamos, that he's Kayam, and he keeps to that, and that is Melechai Kayam.
Once we're talking about Kaim, I just wanted to share with the Elam an interesting Avudraham. So, so, so Kaim, we're, we're translating as, as uh, willful again? That, what, what that Hashem has the Anhaga of Kaim, that he doesn't change his Anhaga. And since that is the Anhaga of the world that Hashem established, that people generally, that, that, so to say, Teva, is that people go to sleep and wake up. And even though, so, so that, that is Hashem's Midah of Kayamas, to keep that up and to rabbi munasacha to keep to give me back my neshama tomorrow, even though not necessarily do we are we worthy of getting our neshama back, but we have betachan and our muna is because of Hashem's midah of kayomus that He's kayom in His hanhaga of, of giving people life. That's why we emphasize melech, kilu the melech who makes a decision between that and because the bottom line is he is he doesn't have to so so. So, then, yeah, so, but the, he, Hashem does judge, and, and it's not, it's not uh, sure, but we have betachin in the, in the Midah of Kayim that, 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 uh, that, uh, that, uh, that Hashem will keep to that now. It doesn't mean that we are not grateful that Hashem was a melech and gave us back our lives. Hashem doesn't have to give us back our lives, and Hashem does. So that's melechai v'kayim. Just on the word kayim, that we explain that kayim is a notion of not changing Hashem's anhaga. I just saw recently a very interesting avudraham. We know that if a person, shouldn't, shouldn't see a rainbow, but if a person sees a kashes, right, the bracha is zoycher bris, v'nemon bibrisai, v'kayom b'mamorai. So what are these two things? Nemon bibrisai, v'kayom b'mamorai. So he says like this, nemon bibrisai, shaloyavrenu, that Hashem is not over his bris, his treaty to keep the world going. Even though there's so many Risham, look at people doing the wrong thing. So that's Neman Bibrisai. So what's Kayim B'mamor, right? So he says, Kayim B'mamor means that even if Hashem wouldn't have made a bris, He still wouldn't destroy the world. Why? Because the bottom line is, He's Kayim B'mamor. He doesn't change his, his, what He said. And what did He say? Hashem said, even without the bris, the treaty that Hashem made, Hashem said, And since Hashem said it, Hashem is Kayom B'mamori, He doesn't change His Anhaga. And that's, what, that's the added thing of Kayom B'mamori, that it, the fact alone that Hashem said so is Kayom B'mamori. So that's the idea of Kayom, that Hashem is Kayom B'mamori. Thank you so much. So that, that's it.